Hey there, I'm Lauren, and you're listening to The Podcast Manager Show, a podcast for podcast managers. Each week, we cover the technical and tactical aspects of running a profitable podcast manager business. With over 90,000 new shows starting each month, podcast managers are in demand. I mean, in demand. And I'm here to help you land your dream clients while reaching your monthly income goals without working like crazy. Are you ready? Let's get to today's episode. Hey there, hey there, hey there. Welcome to this episode of the Podcast Manager Show. If you are listening to this episode when it goes live, then happy June. One reason that I'm excited that it's June is because next month, the podcast will be officially one year old. And I can't believe it because I feel like it's been around forever, (laughs) but it also went fast. You know how it is. But in the month of July, we're going to be doing a big giveaway. And I'm super excited to announce those details as it gets closer. But I'm just getting pumped up about it already. So in this episode, we're talking about feast or famine and how to avoid that feast and famine mindset of freelancing and how to avoid those highs and lows and turnover. And we're going to cover all of that in this episode. So let's just get to it. So one of the things that we really have to talk about when it comes to freelancing is this feast and famine mindset. You know, maybe before freelancing was a big thing like it is now, you thought back on like what a freelancer was. And I thought like a freelancer was, well, writing, because actually my aunt and uncle have always been freelance writers and they seem to have like normal jobs besides the fact that they worked at home. But freelancer, it was always like, what does that mean? You know, like, how do you even get work? And so you also think about like landing just one off jobs and always having to look for like the next job. So when it comes to freelancing, you really, really have to approach this idea of like feast and famine and how not to have a feast or famine type of business, right? I mean, we can't survive stress-wise. We don't want to survive off of that type of mentality. And we want all of us, especially you guys listening, want consistent income, want consistent hours. We don't want to be super busy We might want more work some months and less work some other months, but we want to have control over that, right? So we could have like our baseline work and then we could do launches, extra launches if we want to work more. But for the most part, we know when we're going to work and how much we're going to work that month, right? And one reason that I wanted to talk about this conversation is because podcast management is really different than any other service as far as freelancing goes when it comes to this topic. And it is one of the biggest reasons that I fell in love with this service like I did. You guys all know I love podcasts. So that's what attracted me to the service to begin with. But once I really saw the business model I was so freaking happy because I didn't want to always be out in the streets looking for clients, right? And that's what it's like being a podcast manager is that once you land clients, you typically keep them for a long while. And when I was thinking through this episode and recording this for you guys, I thought, you know, for me, I've had clients on average, all of my clients I've had on average for over a year. And I thought, but is that just me? You know, I don't want to just give you guys my experience, especially with over 200 students in my program. I want to show you guys what this really looks like even for them. So I took a poll inside of our private Facebook group. How long do you keep your clients for on average? Is it three to six months? Is it six to nine months? Is it nine to 12? Is it 12 plus? And overwhelmingly, it was 12 months plus. And 
It's not because they're rock stars, although they are. It's because of the nature of podcasts. You know, when someone decides to start a podcast, they're not going to start it for two months. They're not going to start it for three months. They're going to do it for a while. They know that it's a long game and they're excited about it. They want to do it for a long time. They want to see it work. So because they're hiring you to help them, they have the same mindset about you is that they want this to be a long-term relationship. So that's a great, awesome thing for us is that there's just built-in job security And I have to tell you that right whenever I really, you know, went all in on podcast management and I realized this, like, whoa, this is like long-term clients. This is really cool because I can really get to know them. I can really serve them. It then can almost bite you in the butt because there's not this normal turnover. And so if you aren't a good fit for someone and they're not going to let you go, you have to pull up your big girl pants and do it yourself. And goodness, that is not something that I excel at is letting go of clients. I am like super loyal to a fault. And so it's been so hard for me to let go of clients, even though I know that like it wasn't the right relationship anymore. Really, the truth is sometimes you just outgrow people or you liked the role in the beginning and it just kind of turned into something you didn't like as much, right? There's lots of reasons why you might not enjoy working on the show anymore. And so that's one thing that I want to talk to you guys about today is You know, if your clients are going to keep you forever, you might not want to be with them forever. And so we're going to talk about that. But first off, I want to talk about how you can kind of ensure that you are attracting clients for the long haul, because maybe you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, wait, Lauren, like I've had three clients and they all only worked with me for two months. Does that mean like it's me? Well, maybe, maybe not. (laughs) I'm not quite sure. But I want to give you some tools so that you can build these long-term relationships that are easier to make in podcast management than any other service. So the first thing that I want you to do is when you're talking to potential clients, speak as if you're going to be working with them for a long time. Set that tone. A lot of what we do is about how we talk to our clients. And so if we talk to our clients from the start to say, this is such an exciting project, you know, you're, you talk about yourself as a team member or you talk about how you are a team member on other shows, if you just use verbiage that hints at the fact that you'll be around for a long time, then that sets the tone for what they can expect, right? So they'll think, okay, great. So this is podcast is going to be a success and I'm going to have this podcast manager on my team for an extended period of time. Just kind of setting that tone from the start, I think, is a good move to make. There are a few things, though, that I want you to do when you start and kind of grow this relationship with your client. So know that the first couple of months, it's going to be a learning curve. There is going to be a learning curve, right? So you're going to be learning about them. They're going to be learning about you. They might be pushing boundaries that you have, and you'll have to be firm in those boundaries. Like, for example, if you have a 24-hour contact turnaround, like when they contact you, you have 24 hours to get back to them. They might message you all the time and you just stick to your rule and you kind of just teach them how to treat you just like we do in other relationships is we teach people how to treat us. So those first couple of months can be kind of rocky. And one of my absolute favorite clients, it was a rocky couple of first months for us. And I actually didn't think that we were going to stay working together, but we got into a really great groove and it's been great ever since. So know that, expect that those first one or two months can be kind of rocky until you get into your systems of working together. But I want you to continue to grow with the show. So 
if you're able to take a look outside of just kind of your everyday tasks that you do for a client or weekly tasks, not every day, but weekly tasks, I want you to be thinking about ideas on how they can grow their show and look for ways to help them outside of your present tasks. That doesn't mean that you go over and beyond and do things that you're not contracted to do, but you look for those opportunities of growth and you approach them with those ideas and say, hey, this could be a really cool opportunity. Tell them that if it's a service you offer, then great, it's a service you offer. If not, you know someone that offers it or it's a free opportunity or, you know, just looking for those tasks and owning some of the success of the show. And I know that can be scary because there's a lot that you're not in control of. You're not in a huge control of the content. So if the show doesn't do well, it's not on you. But look for ways for the show to grow and look for ways for your role to grow. So it's so much easier to grow with a client that you already have than it is to find another client. Always be looking for opportunities for you to grow your role. And the more creative you can be with this, the better your ideas will be. So get creative with growing your role. Hey there, I wanted to interrupt this episode with a quick message for you. If you are listening to this show, then you are either wanting to become a podcast manager or currently a podcast manager. And I wanted to invite you to my free masterclass where I show you how to become a profitable podcast manager without working more than 20 hours per week. So in this masterclass, I break down what it would look like for you to be making three to 5K per month working as a podcast manager without working more than 20 hours a week. Not only do I break that down, but I also talk about the three myths that I used to believe that was keeping me away from being a profitable podcast manager and that you might be believing as well. That and I share all the details about my podcast manager program. So if you're interested in learning more, learning the three myths that might be keeping you away from becoming a profitable podcast manager, or you just want to see what does it take to be a profitable podcast manager, then grab a seat to my masterclass. I would love to see you there. Just head to laurenwrighton.com forward slash masterclass, and it'll show the next available time. Okay, awesome. That is it. Go sign up for the masterclass. I cannot wait to see you there. Let's get back to the episode. If you have a client that you just feel like, okay, this is not a great fit. This is not going to be a long-term client. Maybe it was your first client. Maybe it was your third client. Who knows? Maybe it was your fourth or fifth, whatever. You just realize at some point, like, this is not a great fit. Then put them on the gots to go list and get your booty out there networking and land someone that you are going to love and serve in a lot better way than you will with this client. I don't know about you guys, but I am like, once I make a decision, I like want to move on that decision. And so I've had clients in the past that all of a sudden I just realized, you know what, this is not a great fit. We kind of outgrew each other. Like for example, a previous client I had, we worked together for a year. And then once we had worked together for a year, I realized, you know what, there's not a lot of growth that I see in this podcast. Like a lot of things would have to change. And I just realized, you know what, I feel like I've kind of served my place here and I was ready to go. And I actually went on a run and it was August. I don't know, August a while back. <laughs> and I had like clarity on, okay, I need to move on, right? You know, I don't know if you guys are runners or whatnot, but you can just get like this amazing clarity on on decisions. At least I do. And so I like made the decision. 
You guys, it was months before I finally made the decision and did it. Like, it took way too long. And so I get it if you struggle with this. I also struggle with it. Hold yourself accountable as much as possible. And if you can't just let someone go because, you know, your monthly income relies on that, of course, then, like I said, put them on the gots to go list and start looking for new clients. And as your business changes and grows, you'll just be ready for someone who you understand your style better and you'll be ready for someone who just fits that style even better. That type of turnover, the turnover that you choose, is so much more common than clients letting you go. Because this role, it's like once they have worked with a podcast manager, it's just like part of their, you know, the lifeblood of their business. And so that's my theory on why there's not a ton of turnover in this service. Another thing that I will bring up and remind you guys of, if you're working with clients right now and you just feel a little bit like you have too many clients, you know, like you're like, oh shoot, I just have one too many clients and I can't focus as much on serving them well because I just have one too many clients. Take a look at your business and see how you can raise your rate some so that you can have the number of clients that is right for you so that you can serve them well. So at one point I had seven clients and I realized seven is one too many. I need to have six. And that was actually when I stopped hosting my old podcast with my friend because my seventh client was us. And I had to have this really hard conversation with my friend to say, hey, I know we've been doing this podcast. I think we've been doing it for about a year and a half. And I said, hey, I, I gotta stop because I need to spend my time on my business and it stunk. She totally understood. And that's when I stopped working for myself, basically, myself as the podcaster. But once I was able to get to that number that I realized was right for me at the time, six, then you are just able to really dive into this serving well piece and growing your role with these people. So take a look at your business if you feel a little stretched too thin and see how you can rework some things so that you are in that comfortable spot of the perfect number of clients for you right now. All right, you guys, that is it for you today. Thank you so much for listening each week. I really appreciate, I love coming here and connecting with you guys. I love talking to you guys in my DMs about the episode. So keep doing that. I'm, I'm seriously feel so grateful that you guys talk back at me because that's how I know that these topics and these messages are really resonating with you. And then it just helps me to talk about other things that are actually relevant for you and are super helpful. So that's my goal for this show. And I love hearing your feedback. All right. Talk soon. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Come connect with me over on Instagram at Lauren Wrighton or in the Podcast Manager Mastermind Facebook group. And let me know what you liked about this episode. I love, love, love hearing your guys' feedback and what is resonating with you. You can always find the links and resources mentioned in the show over at laurenwrighton.com. Special thanks to my amazing podcast manager, Marcy Page, on producing this episode. All right, that's it. Until next time, I'll be cheering you on.